Thank you for listening to the Legacy Church Podcast. To connect with us, go to LegacyNB.com. Now enjoy some teaching, healing, and prophetic ministry from one of our Encounter and Equip services. Now this last Sunday of the month, we call it an Encounter Sunday, and that's not because we don't encounter him every Sunday and every time we gather, but but we call it that because we want to equip you to know how to be an encounter as well. Because when you carry Jesus in you, you carry him everywhere you go. And every person you come in contact with, every place, every situation, you have the ability to bring a solution to a problem because he knows all the answers. <laughs> he ha- he, in him is everything that we need. In him is everything that we need. Even we don't understand, but we're a conduit of it. And so we believe here at Legacy Church that we are an apostolic house. That means we're a sending house. We don't just come here and hang out like a club. We want to we bring you in as family, love you well, but release you out into the world where we make a difference, where we make the world a better place. That's what Jesus said. He said to pray, let your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So whatever earth, whatever heaven looks like is what we're supposed to do to bring heaven here in any way that we can, any, any, any way that we can. But we activate the gifts of Holy Spirit, who's the person of the Trinity. He's real. He's alive. Jesus said, it was good that I go, that I send him to you so that he's in you and indwelling in you to activate the gifts of the Holy Spirit. They're not rewards. They cannot be earned. They cannot be bought. Jesus paid for them. But when Holy Spirit comes, he wants to equip you. He wants to give you the ability to be used in the Father's business. Amen? We're sons and daughters to be used by him so that we can be a conduit of his grace, of his healing, of his love, of his encouragement, whatever it is. And there's lots of different gifts in Scripture. If you read through 1 Corinthians 12 through 14, 13 is the love chapter, right? Love is patient, love is kind, it does not envy, it does not boast, it's not rude, it's not selfish, it keeps no record of wrongs. Like in that chapter is everything about love. It's the meat in the sandwich between 12 and 14. And in 1 Corinthians 12 and 14, Paul talks about all the different gifts of the Holy Spirit and how they can be activated and done in order. And so we do our best to be able to do that. So there are certain protocols that we do and certain gifts that we highlight um, really particularly for healing. Physical healing is going to be one of them. One of the ways that God releases um, words of knowledge or information, factual information we should not know about you. And one of those is to be activated in physical healing. We certainly want to pray for healing. If any of you have a need, we certainly want to pray for you. But sometimes God will highlight something and he'll tell it to us in a lot of different ways. It's all the different ways that God can speak to you. He can speak to you in your body, in a thought, in a mind, in an impression, um, in in any of those things. Uh, You might see a picture in your mind. In your, in your imagination, if you will, if it's sanctified and holy set apart, then he can use it. Amen? So however we hear God, we want to be able to release what we call words of knowledge. And those words of knowledge are things like for healing, God may say, well, there's some things that I want to pay attention to today that I'm going to heal today. And so we have our prayer team every morning prays and asks for words of knowledge. I may release a few words of knowledge, and then I'm going to open up the floor for any of you in here that might feel like you have a word of knowledge. You might have a sympathy pain. Hey, I walked in and this was not hurting and all of a sudden it's hurting now. It might not be yours. I mean, I certainly wouldn't want it, but it may not be yours. It may be indicative of exactly what God says he wants to heal. So for example, if there's a pain in my hip right here and A, I don't want it, so it's not mine. I never claim it as mine. Nothing in my body I ever claim is mine. It's not mine. That's not supposed to be there. But 
if there's a pain in your left hip right now, that could be a word of knowledge. Um, if I was feeling that pain in my hip, I'm not right now. I'm just using that as an example. Wave at me. But if there's a pain in your left hip, it could just be very specific so that we point out the very specific pain that God wants to, wants to touch. Because if some of you have, if anyone in, does anyone in here have a left pain hip issue right here, like right at the very end? Okay, so it may just be an example, but sometimes it is a word of knowledge. Sometimes we don't know that we're releasing words of knowledge when we are. And that pain, and so what kind of faith is created if you did have that pain in your hip right now? You'd be like, oh, that's me. That's kind of weird, right? That's how God works. Weird means supernatural, just so you know. Everybody say that with me. Weird means supernatural, okay? So sometimes it's a little woo-woo, and it's okay. But there are words of knowledge. So there are things, if there is, we release them in first service as well. We had several healings take place um, in first service. Um, but if there is anyone who needs particularly an alignment of your spine, um, scoliosis, I have scoliosis. I actually have a weird scoliosis. It's an extra vertebrae in my back, so... I got an extra bone. But if you need um, an alignment, so I claim that one for me. If anybody has scoliosis or if you have a curvature in your spine and you need that healing, I'm going to ask you to stand up so that you can claim it. Why am I asking you to stand up? It's because it's like you're stepping out in faith saying, that's me. I want to be touched. Here I am, God, right here. He knows where you are, but you know what I'm saying. So if you need an alignment in your back, um, if something is out of alignment there in your spine, um, if you have a broken bone, now I don't see anybody with cast, but if you have a broken bone or maybe something didn't heal correctly um, and there's a pain, that is a residual pain, if you'll stand for that. Um, a weakened immune system, if you, for whatever reason, were diagnosed with something in your immune system that you're battling, if there's a weakened immune system, autoimmune, anything like that that you're having issues with, inflammation, if there's an inflammation issue, if that's something that you're battling, um, I, I just heard PCOS. If you're struggling with PCOS, then you can stand. If there are residual effects from COVID, so like just for whatever reason, just never really had um, felt like you got back to full recovery. If there's any residual effects from that as well. And then he also highlighted just emotional stuff. We've dealt with broken heart issues and things, but very specifically a restoration of marriages. Um, and so he's highlighting your marriage. And so if you're married today, he wants to restore marriage. He wants to heal marriage. Um, and so if that's for you, um, he certainly wants to do that as well. Um, we also got um, uh, knees. If there's pain in both knees, um, specifically, um, either knee is totally fine. You can claim it. You can stand up for that as well knee pain. Um, uh, I would actually say chondromalacia is one when I said knee pain just now, chondromalacia or tendonitis or a couple of things I've had to deal with. And so if there's any of that in the room as well, chondromalacia or tendonitis, if that's ever been a diagnosis for you. And then there's also just itchy eyes. I know there's like allergies and stuff in the air and that could be just a common trait, but who wants allergies? Like we don't want allergies. I don't give the flu a season either. So it doesn't exist in heaven. So, right. So let's not give it a season. So if, if you have that in your eyes and I would even say dry eyes, um, I hear dry eyes. If, if you, sometimes people have a difficult time even producing tears or it's just dry all the time, not always maybe itchy or watery or allergies or whatever. That's something else. Now I'm going to open the floor. Does anybody else have a word of knowledge, a thought, a picture or something that's come in mind that you feel like the Lord's healing? Finger, joints, arthritis maybe. Mm -hmm. Okay, anyone else? Feel free to just throw it out there. We're family. Hormone imbalance. Okay, hormones. We can take that one. Yeah. Anyone else? Balance. Yes, just balance in general. That's all right. 
Anyone else? Any other words of knowledge? Okay, so we're going to pray right now for just the words of knowledge. Because if we're hearing God and God's saying that's what he's healing right now, then guess what? His word doesn't return void. Now, we're human and we could miss it, okay? Sometimes that happens. We could be wrong. But this is why we practice. We're exercising it like a muscle, okay? So I'm just going to pray. Father, I thank you for the words of knowledge right now that you release. We come into agreement with them right now. And we say thank you, God, that your son paid for everything. So we receive our healing right now. I command all pain to go, all inflammation to leave whatever needs to come into alignment with the kingdom right now come um, for tear ducts to produce tears like they're supposed to for allergies to no longer have uh, an effect on our bodies whatever it is that needs to come into alignment with these words of knowledge father we thank you we receive it by the blood of jesus we receive our healing in jesus name now the next thing you got to do is test it out if you can test it out, some people need x-rays or blood tests or whatever to test out some things. But like, for example, if it was your knees, then I would say bend. Try to go ahead and bend. If there's something you couldn't do before, then go ahead and try to do it. Test it out. Blink your eyes if you're one that had the dry eye thing or whatever, whatever it is. And then what we do is we ask if there's been a shift at all, let's say from a scale of 0 to 10, if your pain was an 8, shifted to a 6, we want to have one hand up. So anyone have one hand, you feel like there's been a shift. I'm not saying this just by faith, like it's okay to have faith for it, but like, okay, we felt a shift. So two hands up for faith, and I mean, sorry, one hand up for faith, and then two hands up if you feel like I'm healed, like it's gone right now. Two hands like this. Okay, and that's okay, but why do we do this, right? It's because, guess what, this is where we're headed. This is what we know to, to be able to expect. And it also activates faith in the room, okay, when we recognize, okay, God's moving on at least two people. Now, here's what you got to catch. Do not be disappointed if nothing's happened yet, right? Like, we got to press in, not begging, but contending. That's what faith is, right? So we're going we're gonna to pray again because even Jesus prayed twice when he prayed for a blind man to be healed. He prayed and his spiritual sight came and then his physical sight came. So if even Jesus can pray twice, so can we. So we're going to pray again. So Father, we thank you for the movement that's already taken place in these two. We ask that you accelerate to 100%. And those right now, those who are still looking for a shift, we release that shift right now, Father. Let your healing anointing come now. Again, we call bodies into full order as you designed it, God. All healing into the bones, into the muscles, into the joints, into every place that needs to come. I release restoration power over it right now in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Now test out again. And I know this is really brief, so sometimes it can take a little time. Healing sometimes happens over time. There's a story where Jesus healed 10 lepers. He prayed for them. And it took a three-day journey before they got to Jerusalem, before they recognized their healing. Only one came back to thank him out of the 10. But it, it, it was a healing over time. A miracle happens in an instant. Healing happens often over time. Doesn't mean it has to take time, but it's up to God, right? He's the healer. So again, one hand up if you feel like there's been a shift. Okay, one hand up if there's been a shift. Okay, there's two more. Three more hands have raised up. And then two hands up, four hands. And then two hands up if you feel like it's completely gone. Okay. I want you to know, just to, to deposit faith, I've been in rooms where the majority of the room was waving their hands. I have been in those revival services before. I'm contending for it to happen. 
Okay, but but here's the other thing. We're also equipping you so that you know how to pray so that when you come across somebody that has an ailment, an illness or whatever, and you're like, hey, do you mind if I just pray for you right now? And let's just see what God wants to do. And then you pray for them and you do the exact simple little prayers, right, that we're going to do here in just a moment to be able to ask, what do you need? We're going to pray for it. We ask God for it. We command the pain to go. Why do I say that? Because we have authority in Christ to command it to leave. We pray as Christ would pray. He's our model right? He's, he's perfect theology in the Bible. And that's what he did. He didn't say, pray and ask my father that he'll do it. He said, heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, cast out demons and raise the dead. And that's what he modeled when he did it. He said, go leave. He said, healing come, right? Be restored, be healed. So right now, if you still need a healing in your body, I'm going to ask you to stand up. And if it's not a word of knowledge that I didn't say, but you're like, Cindy, I need this gone. I don't want to wear contacts anymore. I want that gone. I want whatever it is. I mean, if you want it, you can still keep it, but I wouldn't. If I were you, I would stand up. So if you need a healing, go ahead and stand up, whether it's a word of knowledge or not, go ahead and stand up for me. And then everybody else is going to be the prayer team. Okay, you are invited to the prayer team. You're not forced to be the prayer team, but you're invited and welcome to be the prayer team so that everybody that is standing, we want to have somebody praying for them. So those of you standing might also be praying for each other. That's okay. But we're going to take a few minutes. You're just going to do exactly what I did. You're going to ask them, what's the ailment? What would you want gone? I'm going to pr- we're going to pray for them. Then we're going to test it out. I'll walk you through it. Okay, we'll test it out and we'll ask again. All right. So let's go ahead and find everybody that's standing that needs prayer. I want you raising your hand until you have somebody who's come into agreement to pray for you. So everybody raise your hand if you need a person to pray for you. And let's be bold if you're willing to step out and pray. Be the prayer team. And you guys can pray for one another, of course, as well. So just take a moment. Ask what it is that they need how you want to come into agreement with them to pray, and just take a moment to pray right now. It doesn't have to be a long prayer, but just pray. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We come into agreement, Father. We release healing. We release healing, God. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Touch their bodies right now. Restore, restore, restore. Restore what needs to be restored. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Command all pain to go. Any trauma that's entered in and in any injury, if there's been an accident or injury where there's trauma, we break that off right now in Jesus' name. And anything that entered in in those traumas, we remove it now by the blood of Jesus. And we put Holy Spirit in its place. Bless them, Holy Spirit. Smear them with your anointing. And now just test it out. Ask them to test it out if there's been a shift at all, if they notice anything. Sometimes, again, the pain decreases. Sometimes uh, movement or ability will increase. Sometimes you'll feel heat or a tingling cessation like electricity or it'll get warmer. Sometimes it'll get colder. Sometimes like with inflammation or something, something will actually feel colder than it normally did a few seconds before. If you feel a shift, that's the Lord touching you. So ask how they're doing, test it out. And then I'm just going to ask then, if you felt a shift, wave one hand at me. If you felt like there was some movement, one, two, three, there's some movement. When it's all gone, we want two hands up. And honestly, when we do the two hands up, we ought to be shouting a little bit, you know, when that happens. We're like, woohoo, two hands. Okay, that's where we want to celebrate. But we thank you, God, for even partial healing right now. We ask that you move it all the way, Father. We remove migraines, we remove inflammation. We thank you. We bless the joints to full and total healing in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. 
Amen? Amen? All right. Thank you guys so much. Let's go ahead and close up our prayer. Thank you, Lord. We come into agreement with thanks. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Even if it didn't show up right now, we thank you, Lord, that you're healing my body. Listen to how we have to talk to ourselves. Thank you, Lord, that you're healing my body. You created my body to heal itself, but I come into alignment for you to heal it. Now, we firmly believe here at Legacy that it is absolutely okay to go to doctors, to still take your medicine, like whatever you need to do. It is not a second-class healing. Sometimes you need to go to those places. You need to receive that wisdom. But we can always pray for plan A. We can always pray for plan A, but you got to do plan B sometimes. I know I do. <laughs> okay? All right. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Now, remember, I just want to encourage you, if you did get a healing, we certainly want to partner with you. If you didn't get a healing, we want to pray for you at the end of service. If you did fill out one of those praise reports or whatever, let us know so that we can celebrate with you. We like to keep track of testimonies as well. Maybe two days, three days, or a week from now, all of a sudden you're healed and you're like, wait a second, nobody else has prayed for me since that day, and it just showed up a few days later. It's okay. You'll be surprised. I've had people do that where they'll wake up the next day and, like, it's totally gone now. And, and it's not there anymore, right? It's just sometimes, whatever, for whatever reason, took a little bit of time. An angel had to stay with you overnight or something. I don't know, right? I don't know. I don't understand it all. But guess what? He's the healer. We are not. So we never have to be afraid when we're healing, when we're praying for healing. And the whole point of us doing this is so that you'll know how to pray when you're out and about in the world. When someone comes to you, you're at work, you see somebody or whatever, you can just ask them, hey, do you mind if we just pray or whatever? And just ask God to touch you right now. It's really simple because we're not the healer. He is right? And so we just pray and we just thank him. Even if it doesn't happen, even if you didn't get to wave one hand or two hands, it's like, even if it doesn't happen, God, thank you that this is what you paid for. You paid for the fullness of my healing. And so I receive it. Listen to the language. I receive my healing. I'm going to walk it out. I'm still going to do the things I need to do. I may need to do rehab. I need to take a Tylenol, whatever it is. But thank you, God, that you're healing my body, that you've given us science, that you've given us doctors, that you've given us the meds, all the things too. You can be thankful for all of those things. It's not a second class healing. Okay. But we want to partner with God in the fullness of what he has available for us so that we can also be used as we go out to extend his love for them. Does that make sense? Amen. All right. Now I'm just going to ask those who are still here for the prophetic ministry team, if you'll go ahead and come on up. Um, we like to activate in prophetic ministry. And what prophetic ministry means is we practice hearing God. We believe here at Legacy that everyone can hear God. You are a son and a daughter, whether you know him or not. Um, once you come to know him, you're going to be able to hear him more because you have him within you. And you're going to be able to know his voice. The more you read your Bible, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. The more you know your Bible, the more you know his character. You know his heart, you know his truth for you, right? And who God is to you is who he's going to be through you. And so we want to be able to grow in the word and the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit has lots of different gifts that he gives. But one of the gifts, again, like exercising a muscle, like words of knowledge or wisdom or, or faith, miracles, prophecy is another one. And so prophecy is us being able to hear the Father's voice for somebody else. You can hear him for you, but we're going to hear him for you. And, and scripture says that we know in part and we prophesy in part. So it's kind of like a puzzle piece. I may have a puzzle piece. I may give a, a, a revelation to you, a picture. I'll have my interpretation. Someone else may have an add-on to that when you hear us say add-on. So there may be another puzzle piece that comes or another interpretation of the revelation that was already released. But the application is up to you. The most important part of prophetic ministry is not just that we follow our protocols, which means... 
We must edify, exhort, or give comfort every time we give a word, right? If I speak in the tongue of men and of angels and I have not love, I'm a sounding brass or a clanging cymbal. And so it, it, there's no point if it's not done in love and it has to communicate the Father's heart. But that's the litmus test. If it doesn't strength, encourage, or comfort you, then it's not true prophecy. We're here to clean up prophecy and bring it into right order. There are other prophetic streams or whatever sometimes that really get that wrong. They call out sin. They call out things. That's not, that's not what the Father does. He already, he already dealt with your sin on the cross, by the way right? He's not worried about that. He's worried about bringing you into sonship, calling you into righteousness. He's not working on your old man. He's working on your new man. So what prophetic words do is they help speak identity over you. They help open up gifts. A lot of times prophetic words are just confirmation of things he's already told you before. He's just letting you know, hey, yeah, that was me, right? Like, yes, that's true. You need to do that. That's what we were talking about before. Yes. And so you'll get a confirmation in a prophetic word. Sometimes a prophetic word will give you an invitation and an upgrade though. Okay, so there might be an impart, impartation, there may be a gift, there may be something that's released. So I, I use this example, I didn't share it this morning, I remember, but I, but I use this example sometimes if a word is released, like I see you painting a picture and I see creativity coming on you or you're like, well, I'm not an artist. Well, you can flush it if you want to, but it, it, that's not a word of knowledge. We're not saying, hey, you're an artist. Oh, you got it wrong, I'm not an artist. What he's saying is there's an invitation. There's an invitation for you to, whatever that looks like, you get to go to the Father and ask him, what does this mean? You have to test it. We test every spirit to make sure it lines up with the word of God, the heart, and the character of God. But it also should resonate within you. So having said that too, just because you may not specifically get a prophetic word, if somebody else gets a word, but it resonates in your heart, you can pull on that. That means Holy Spirit's talking to you and says, hey, that's for you too. Amen? All right. Who'd like to go first? Anybody? So this couple right here, the tall gentleman and the, uh, his wife, I assume y'all are husband and wife. Um, God, yeah, God showed me that, uh, he showed me y'all in a grocery store. You were in a grocery aisle, and you were reaching things, sir, off the top shelf and able to hand them down to your wife, and she was able to turn them into something delicious. Now, I don't know what that means in, in your ministry, but I know that it's a, it's a couple thing. It's, you know, God has something in store for you as couples where you're going to be able to um, bring something into the, into the ministry that she adds the flavor to. Does that make sense to you? Okay, so I, I release that over you. I say thank you, Lord, that... Uh, you've brought this powerhouse couple here today to anoint them and to bring them uh, a new and um, refreshing um, gifting of whatever you have in store for them, Father. And I just release that over them, and I thank you that um, you are sending uh, warring angels to, to lead them into whatever you're leading them into in this season of their life. Okay, so for you, sir, what's your name? Daniel? Awesome. Daniel. Um, so what I saw was you were like in the middle of the woods. These were like really nice woods, like redwood woods, like really thick. Um, and I felt like you were following the father there. And then all of a sudden you lost track of him just for a second. Like he might've done that to you, pooped behind a tree for a second. And you're kind of like, I don't know where to go next, but I see him coming right back. You're not lost. You're, you're not misdirected. You followed him there. You are where you're supposed to be. He's just, I don't know, hid behind a tree for a moment. I don't know what he was doing, taking a bathroom break, but he's back. <laughs> I think you're supposed to sit there for a season just to learn whatever it is. But I want you to say you were never lost. You did follow him there. 
and he's going to lead you out into the next thing now. So there was just something to learn there in that moment. But I saw you keeping your peace on. But I saw some questions of like, was this the right thing? Yes, it was. You absolutely followed him, and he's going to show you the next thing. Yeah, I also saw you in a season of what's been hidden. And there's going to be that season of just getting before him. And in that season of being hidden, he's preparing you to head out. And your wife is going to join you in such a magnificent way. There is a brand new thing coming. The things that he's given you desires about and thoughts about, the things that you've been thinking about, those are the things he's placed in your heart deep down. And he says, this is a season now of coming out of that cave, out of that place of being behind and God's got a new thing and a new place and brothers coming into play with you. You're not alone. So we just release that over you now, that new thing, the way he's bringing that forward for you. I thank you, Lord, for the uniting of this husband and wife right now. And I thank you, Lord, for everything coming to the surface in Jesus' name. And Daniel, uh, what's your wife's name? PJ? Okay. Um, PJ, you were highlighted to me. The Lord is just saying that you are a fierce prayer, uh, a prayer warrior. Like you have a real deep heart, um, a deep passion, a deep emotion. Um, and the Lord loves that about you. He loves that you get into the place of conversation with him. You weep before him, you cry with him, but you also laugh with him. And I, I see him bubbling up these things inside of your heart. He's pulling some things up and he's pulling some things out. There are some things that are in there. There's healing, a fresh wave of healing coming about something that's there. And it's a shifting season right now. Like I feel like there's been maybe some um, un knowns or some confusion in a season, but I feel like the Lord has placed you on solid ground because of that access that you have with him in your walk with him, that you're a woman of faith. You're a woman of faith. And because of that faith, even if things are shaking around you, kind of like the picture of Jesus in the storm, like he has steadied you and made you stable. And I feel like you go deep in that. Like, um, And so when he was talking about pulling things off the high shelf, I actually heard him say, and she goes to the low. And so you may call up like from the high shelf and bring things in. You actually bring things up from below. And so I feel like you have a real call and a heart for people who are in need. Really, But the Lord has also been trying to create a path for you you to be able to know where to hold that boundary, um, to be able to secure it. And I feel like he's saying he's securing the tent pegs around you right now, that there's, um, there's something about um, him surrounding you right now in this season. And as they were sharing, I actually saw a picture of a cocoon. I actually shared this with somebody not too long ago. You know, when a, when a caterpillar becomes a butterfly and it goes into that cocoon, it literally turns to goo. <laughs> before it's transformed into something else. But that word means metamorphosis, right? To be completely changed and transformed into something else. Metamorpho is the same word we get with the word transform. So when Jesus was transfigured on the mount, when we're transformed by that scripture that talks about um, looking at him as in a mirror, being transformed into glory to glory like Jesus, I feel like you guys are in a season of shifting and transformation, but that's why he has you in a cocoon season. So a hidden place is not a hiding place. It's a hidden place as he's doing deep work inside of your lives right now. And so I feel like that shift is what's taking place right now. So I just want to affirm for you that you're right where God wants you. And he's walking you through that journey of transition. Amen.
Um, you in the back. Um, I feel like there's been a... You. Yes. <laughs> I feel like there's been a season. You've been in church all your life. There's been connections and all of that. You've sung all the songs. You've done all of it. But there's a new depth that he's taking you to. There's a new thing that he is bringing to life for you. And he is taking you out and bringing you into his, his chest. When you lay against his chest, you hear his heartbeat. And you carry the Father's heartbeat. And he says, it's time. He's bringing you out and he's bringing you around people that are going to love you. You're not alone. You never have been alone. But he's bringing you sisters and brothers that are going to take you into a new place that you never thought possible. So I just release that right now. All the pain, the anguish, we just wipe it away. Any type of church hurt, anything else, we wipe it off now. And we thank you, Lord, because you're faithful. He sees you, and he loves you, and he's taking you there. So actually, I love that her word confirmed mine, so I feel better about it. Um, so I saw you actually like in a library, but it was your library. It was like you knew every single book. Um, but then I saw other people coming with their libraries. Uh, so it was like the people that are going to come with you, they're not going to be people, I feel like in the past you've had to pour into them and they, you know, and you just had to give them all your knowledge and wisdom, which is fabulous. But I feel like the people who are coming are bringing their own libraries. You guys are going to switch books. Like you guys are going to be equally yoked. You guys are going to have stuff that each of you know and each of you don't know and need to share with one another. So I just bless you with friends that are going to pour into you just as much as you pour into them. And I just bless you that there's you have so much knowledge and wisdom that you just share that I just bless you that I could just see thousands of books so I just bless you that you've collected that wisdom and I just anoint you to share that with others and receive from others um, the last thing that I'll add is I heard teacher and so I don't know if you're actually a teacher or that you work as a teacher or not but I heard teacher and I feel like there's just um, a confirmation for you that he has you where he wants you but there's something about instruction that you've set yourself to I don't know if you create curriculum or if that you write curriculum or how you put things in order but I hear him saying that you bring things that are in chaos into order you like to put things down and straighten them up and you bring that order and God's going to bless that gifting and people are going to recognize that gifting about you that's not just about the instruction itself, but there's something about curriculum or things getting put to order. I hear administration, like a gift of administration being placed upon you to add to your teaching gift. Um, and it may not only be at work if that's what you're doing. It may be in other places. So feel free to like let that land anywhere. But I just hear the confirmation that it's a gifting in you, not just a position or a name tag, right? Like it's, a, it's something that he's gifted you with to know how to make complex things simple and understood so that people can feed on it. Amen. All right. For the uh, young lady on the back row, um, I, I feel like you're searching for a home. And I feel like um, God is saying you're here. Um, you're welcome here. Um, and I think I'm supposed to do this. I'm sorry for all the church hurt. I know I wasn't the one that did it, but I can represent whoever hurt you in the past. 
I'm really, really sorry, and, and I hope you'll forgive me. So I, um, I release forgiveness over you. I release um, joy and peace over you. I see that God is bringing you into a new um, period of acceptance in your life where you'll feel that family again. Um, and I, I just, I declare that over your life that, that uh, God's peace is going to be beyond your understanding and your capability of, of bringing up in yourself in Jesus' name. So I felt like the Lord was saying that there's a boldness about you and you might have thought that it like withered away, but no. That was a lie. You absolutely have that boldness. Like, what you have to say matters. Um, I feel like people have told you no, that what you say doesn't matter, but that's a lie as well. So I just want to let you know that you are very powerful and that your boldness is exactly how God created you to be, so don't ever shy away from that and that it's coming back in full force. Like, you've already had it. It's always been there, but you didn't know it was there. So I just declare that it's coming back a hundredfold, that you have very important words. I could just see you going and telling people exactly what they need to hear that no one else says. Um, and so I just bless you with that, that you are one who sees truth and speaks truth, but you do it in love and you do it in justice. And so it speaks straight to their heart and that they receive it. And so I thank you for being a truth teller. I thank you for being bold. I thank you for speaking what the Father places inside your heart. And he's given you that mind to see those things and speak those things. So I just bless you with that. And I heard the Lord say that you have a mother's heart. I don't know that you are, if you are a mama, or do you have kids? Okay. Well, I hear that he's given you a mama's heart, though. And a mama's heart is like, don't mess with my kids. And so there's, a, there's an attitude, if you will, a strength inside of you. And I actually saw you stomping. I don't know if you do this or not, like, it, like a dance. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like when they do stomp, when they do stomp or whatever. There's a rhythm that you have in victory when you stomp something. And you're like, no, right? Like there's like a no and there's a, a boldness and there's an assurity to something. And I feel like the Lord is giving you your legs back. I don't know what that means, but he's giving you your legs back so that you can say no and I'm going to take a stand and that's enough, like you shall not pass, right? Like there's, there's something that's coming up. There's a justice thing that you're, that you're about and there's a mother's heart. I see young ones around you. I don't know, like teenagers or whatever, but young people and you kind of gather them around you and you're a natural born leader. Like the Lord put that inside of you for a reason, right? And that's why the enemies tried to come at it, right? But he's like, no, you're going to take a stand. You're going to be a truth teller and you're going to say, no, this doesn't get to happen here. This is what's going to happen here. And I'm going to bring my little chickies over here and we're going to go this way. Does that make sense? So I just release that mother's heart over you and for him to give you eyes to see specifically the one he's calling you to. There's certain ones he's going to call you to mother a little deeper than others, right? And that you would have healthy boundaries around all of that. But Lord, I just give her right now authority where her feet stomps and where her feet go. She treads on the head of the snake, Father, that she destroys the work of the enemy. Everywhere she goes, she comes with authority. She comes with boldness. And because she comes with purpose, that she's on assignment and she knows it. And so I release that. I release the vision and the mapping for her, Father, the strategy from heaven to let her know where to go, who to go to, when to say something and when not to say something in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. New word. So Mark. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't look at your wife. I'm talking to you. Um, I feel like you're searching for 
more. I, I love the hunger in you. I, I know that about you, that you're searching for more of God and you're, you're hungry for more of what he has in store for you. And I feel like what he's telling you is lean back against my chest and breathe me in. Get, get to know your sonship in him. So I, I, uh, I, I declare over you that you are a son, a mighty son of God, and that he loves you, and he is um, well pleased with you, and he's showing you how to be a son so you can be a father to your son. In Jesus' name. I actually see you as he's raising you up. I see as you're being raised up, you're raising up others around you. Even teenage group, I see you connecting with the teenagers. And I see you having such a heart with them because you're going to take them where you came from. You're going to talk to them and they're going to understand what you're saying because you've been there in your test that is now a testimony. <laughs> your test that has now become a testimony is literally going to revolutionize. I can, I just, ooh. I thank you, Lord, right now that his words and his testimony are going to revolutionize the teens. And we just release that over you now in Jesus' name. Okay, the gentleman sitting in the back with the bright orange shirt. Hello. What's your name? Scott. Awesome. So, Scott, I saw you chilling on the beach, though, with, like, a fly, like, Hawaiian shirt um, and, like, a lounge chair with a cell phone next to you, and you were doing business, but it was, like, you did, like, <clears throat> two texts, and you put it down, and you just, like, chillax. And so I don't know if this is in your real life, like, job or if this is in your spirit life, but I feel like you're in a season of rest where you're going to actually get more work done than when you worked your butt off through rest. And so I just bless you and I just anoint you that you're going to just have to do one or two little things and you're going to put it in someone else's hand and you're going to put it in their hand and they're going to let it flourish. And it's because you are the head. And so I just bless you with rest, with multiplication and with peace, knowing that he's doing it. You don't have to. And so I just bless you with that. All right, so Scott, um, I don't. Does Georgia mean anything to you? The state of Georgia, not you, Georgia, but Georgia, the state of Georgia, mean anything to you? Okay, I don't know. I'm just going on a limb here, though. I don't know. I feel like God is opening up something for you about Georgia or through Georgia. Um, I don't know if there's a transition. I don't know if someone's coming into your life from Georgia. I have no idea. But I heard what was kind of funny is the play on words. I heard him say, "It's going to be really, really good." There's a shift coming that's going to be really, really good. Now, I don't know if it's your shirt, but I heard him say, like the Georgia peach, it's going to be peachy keen, like he's peachy keen. And so I was like, okay, but Lord, that it's just because like your shirt jumps out at me right now. But, um, but I did hear Georgia, and so I don't know what that means. And it wasn't her because I see her in my line of sight. But uh, So there may be another person named Georgia, I don't know, or the state Georgia. And I don't have anything else that has to do with that. But just keep your ear out for when Georgia shows up. Because sometimes the Lord's going to just let that be like a little crumb. Um, and just lean into him um, with that word, right? So thank you, Lord. I don't know, Georgia, any new words? I also feel like, um, as she was saying that, I feel like the Lord is saying there's just a busting out that's about to happen for your family. 
um, that there's been some people that have been in your family that have been hard to connect with and things like that. And the Lord is, is saying that you have a favor that he's giving you now to go in and to bring back those that have been lost. And so we just thank you, Lord. We release that favor for his family. We thank you, Lord, you're redeeming the time for his family. And we thank you for full, complete resolution and restoration. In Jesus' name. So uh, we'll just end with a prayer right now. Father, I just thank you so much for the words that you've released, that you've planted within our hearts, God. And, and uh, even, even if they weren't directed to us, Father, we thank you for encouraging words. We thank you that we're leaning into you and you're pointing us to you, God, to seek after you, to seek after your word, or to seek after your spirit. So I just release right now a blessing, Father, of that Psalm 24, Father, that who is as king of glory? You're coming in as the king of glory, Father. So I just release glory, the Shekinah glory over each one right now, the sound of my voice, that he knows you, he sees you, he is with you, and he's guiding you. And breakthrough and victory is yours. Lean in, draw in. And so I thank you, Father, that you're wooing us back into the secret place with you in a deeper place of intimacy where we trust you, Lord, and that you upgrade us into a thrilling adventure with you. So send us out, Father, as you take us out into the highways and the byways that we may be blessed to be a blessing. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us as we seek first after God's kingdom and release it to transform lives and cities. If you would like more information about how to grow in the kingdom or connect with Legacy, go to our website, www.legacynb.com dot com.